The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki Season 2. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Montreal Canadiens uh, have won a game. They beat the Dallas Stars by a score of 5-3 to three in Dallas. Uh, hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Bottom 6 Minutes podcast presented by Habs Eyes and the Prize. I am Matt Drake. And uh, let me tell you if, you, if you came to me earlier on today and you said, listen, Matt, uh, I got a couple things I got to let you know here. All right? A couple things real quick. Number one, the Habs are going to get outshot. 51 to 22. And number two, they're going to win that game 5 to 3. I might punch you in the face for disrespecting my intelligence enough to think that I would believe that. But it happened. It actually happened. So, ladies and gentlemen, buy yourselves uh, a lottery ticket and uh, <laughs> you might just win. This was quite the game. Um, what have I been asking for? Honestly, all I want to see this season uh, at this point with how bad the team has been is a little bit of fun. And this game was was a good bit of fun. Um, there's a lot to get to, so uh, let, let's just jump right into it. Um, game starts out, not a terrible first period, but they get outshot. Obviously, they got outshot in the period. Uh, 14-7, to so not as bad as they did for the rest of the game. But Samuel Montembeau uh, really holding the fort for the Habs in this game. Really keeping it respectable. It could have got out of hand real quick. And we know they don't do well when they fall behind in the first period. So, you know, kudos to him. Really kept them in that one. Habs still being outplayed to start the second period. Even though the first period ended 0-0. They're still getting outplayed. Surprise power play. About seven minutes into the second period. Nick Suzuki uh, gets, throws it down to Tyler Toffoli at the goal line. He puts it back out front to Christian Dvorak. Snapshot in one nothing for the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, very soon after that, uh, I think less than a minute, Michael Pizzetta drives the net, literally scores off of his own face, takes a puck right to the chicklets and in, and it's 2 nothing for the Montreal Canadiens. Montembeau still holding the fort, still holding the Habs into a game that they don't really deserve to be in, but he can only hold it for so long. Uh, mad scramble in front of the net, and Peterson uh, bats it in to make it 2-1. to one. Still... <laughs> Still, the fact that the Habs got out of the second period uh, with a 2-1 to lead was pretty amazing. Quite, like, honestly unbelievable. Nothing was really going well for them in that game except for the score, right? Which is technically the most important thing, so uh, I guess we, right? Anyways, still killing a penalty uh, to start the third period with that 2-1 to lead. Nick Suzuki, some great work uh, to get it out of the zone and gets into a 2-on-1 with Tyler Toffoli. Beautiful saucer pass over to Toffoli. Toffoli one-times it into the net. 3-1 to for the Montreal Canadiens. And guess what? It gets better. Somehow, 
Christian Dvorak gets loose on a breakaway about a minute or so later. Deeks goes backhand 4-1 to for the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, the Stars, not going away, right? They're getting a lot of shots on goal, and eventually they get one back not long after that. Uh, former Hab Joel Hanley gets a shot. Tyler Sagan gets a tip and makes it 4-2. to Two-goal lead, worst lead in hockey, right? But the Habs somehow are just still on one. Rhett Pitlick throws it over to Jonathan Drouin. Beautiful dangle to get past Jamie Benn. Throws it over to Josh Anderson, and he scores. Knocks the net off in the process, though he was being pushed into it. The refs did go and review it, but they correctly noted that the puck crossed the line before the uh, the net came off. So it counts, and it's 5-2 to two for the Montreal Canadiens. That was basically the end of the game right there. The Stars did get one back late to make it 5-3, to three, but... The Montreal Canadiens overcome a massive shot deficit to somehow win this game. And it did turn into a bit of a shit show uh, in the third period. Now, a lot of that was because of the refs. So there was a scramble in front of Samuel Montembeau. He made one of his many, many saves on the night. And then Jamie Benz just whacking away at his glove, right? So it turns into a scrum, obviously, as it tends to do when somebody's whacking away at your goaltender. Obviously, any of the players on the team that are backing up their goaltender are going to come over there and have something to say about it. So it turns into a scrum, and somehow the refs decide, well, we're not going to send Jamie Ben off. They leave him out there. They take the face off out of the zone because the, I think the, the reason they took it out was because the D came down, and Jamie Ben is still on the ice for the next face off. Still on the ice, despite the fact that he should be in the penalty box. And of course, it goes to shit. Uh, Tyler Seguin... Uh, he high sticks Jonathan Drouin on the faceoff. Drouin, bad move there. Cross checks him in the back of the head while he's down on the ice. Uh, I don't know, but he might be expecting a phone call at the very least from the league about that. Uh, I think he's probably going to end up with a suspension. But former managing editor of Eyes on the Prize, Andrew Berkshire, pointed out that uh, Tom Wilson did the same thing last year and there was not a peep from the league. So it would be interesting if they do suspend Drouin. I think. It would be the right call to at least find him for it, but um, interesting enough that uh, you know they didn't do anything to Tom Wilson, who has a significant history with the league. Uh, if they do decide to do something with uh, Jonathan Drouin, but anyways, uh, I won't be too mad at them if they do because honestly, it, you, you can't do that. You can't cross check somebody in the back of the head. And then Josh Anderson, of course, is trying his absolute hardest to fight with Jamie Benn, who's just holding on to the linesman for dear life because I don't think he wants to be in Josh Anderson's kitchen, although they're about the same size, so I don't know why uh, he was so concerned about having that fight. But anyways, a bit of a shit show. Um, Habs were taking penalties towards the end of the game, like Jeff Petrie got one for flicking the puck over the glass. Uh, Ryan Paling got one for flicking the puck over the glass. They just couldn't stay out of the box, but it didn't matter. Uh, Samuel Montembeau really held the fort, um, 49 saves, right? No, sorry, 48 saves, because uh, the Stars did score that, that third goal at the end of the game. So 48 saves uh, from Samuel Montembeau, uh, really very impressive outing from him. Uh, he was all over the place, all over the place. Um, and I, I kind of have to give him player of the game, right? I don't, I don't see who else you can give it to. I mean, there's, there's a case to give it. Uh, Nick Suzuki had a pretty good game. Um, I thought Josh Anderson was was pretty good as well. Uh, Christian Dvorak, pretty close to getting a hat-trick. Uh, definitely a great game from him. So you had a lot of candidates, but it's hard not to give it to your goaltender when you get outshot 51-22 to and still manage to win that game. I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
And I also mentioned who uh, Suzuki, Anderson, uh, Dvorak, that all had good games. And I'm still really enjoying uh, Rem Pitlick so far, honestly. I think that was a great pickup off waivers. Um, I think it's going to keep looking good. I mean, let, let this guy get some uh, some good minutes. I mean, obviously in Minnesota, he, he wasn't valued enough, and they, they put him on waivers. And, you know, uh, one man's garbage is another man person's good ungarbage. Bonus points to anybody who knows where that reference comes from. <laughs> um, yeah, and Kent Hughes, the newly minted general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, is now undefeated as a general manager. Um, I don't want to talk too much about the the new GM, but I guess I got to mention it. Uh, we'll eventually have. Uh, I think we're we're gonna wait for the presser to happen so we can see kind of what he talks about in terms of his vision and stuff like that. And we're gonna do a absent minded podcast about it probably sometime later in the week. Um, but I, I like this hire. I'm intrigued by it. I, I like the idea of having a player agent uh, running the team, especially with Jeff Gordon there to also help with the you know the managerial experience from a hockey perspective, and then you have an agent's perspective who's been on the other side of those negotiations, uh, who has repped a lot of you know high-profile players, including Vincent Le Cavalier, uh, Patrice Bergeron. Uh, maybe we get uh, Patrice Bergeron coming over to the Montreal Canadiens in free agency because of this. Probably not, but uh, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that really piss off the Boston Bruins fans? Uh, all this to say, uh, I really like the hire. Um, I'm intrigued, and uh, I'm absolutely willing to, to, you know, put my support behind him and and, uh, and let's let's give him a shot. Let's see what he can do, and uh, hopefully, you know, he gets the Montreal Canadiens back to being competitive, which they are very not this year, and they very weren't in that game against the Stars either. To be completely honest, right? So I'm not. Obviously, I'm I'm happy. I got I got some entertainment, which is again what I've been looking for uh, out of this season, out of the games that I'm watching. Right? I just want to be entertained. I want to see some fun. Right? Michael Pizzetta scoring a goal off his teeth. That's fun. I'm, not for him, but you know, for me, seeing like the most Pizzetta goal that he could possibly ever score happen, it's it's fun. You know, uh, seeing Jonathan Drouin. You know, obviously up until he made the dumb cross-check to the back of Sigan's head, uh, seeing him dangle Jamie Benn out of his jock strap and then throw it across to Josh Anderson to get the goal, and then to see the review go in the favor of the Montreal Canadiens, which they never seem to do. Um, it's it's fun. It's entertaining. I didn't like necessarily the shit show. Again, Drouin's cross-check to the back of the head, bad move, um, but it was fun. It was fun. Samuel Montembeau standing on his head. It's fun. That's what I want to see out of this season moving forward. That and and you know uh, a few guys taking a step forward and uh, and I'll be I'll be happy. I'll lay off Dominique Charme. Uh, I'll leave him alone. But you're not out of the woods, Dom. You're not out of the woods. All right. You still got outshot 51 to 22. So I do reserve the right to come back at you about this in the future. I am a Habs fan after all. So my opinion may be one thing today. I might be in a good mood today because of what I just watched. But let's wait until Thursday, and uh, we'll see what happens when they play uh, Vegas and how that goes. And if it goes terribly, then, you know, maybe I'll be back here again, and I'll have some things to say about Dominique Sham. But that's the way she goes, right? So a lot of good stuff coming up. Um, again, we're going to have absent-minded after the presser at some point. Uh, we got Vegas at 10 p.m. Eastern on Thursday night for whatever reason. It's got to be that late. And, uh, yeah. Stay tuned also. Who knows? Might be some trades coming up. Now we got a general manager in place, so him and Gordon are probably going to sit down and start strategizing. And, uh, you know, things could look very different in a few days. We also, you never know. I mean, Cole Caulfield went on the COVID list today, so we, we might lose 
uh, a bunch more other players due to the COVID protocol and contact or whatever. Uh, and uh, again, I do think that there may be a suspension coming for Jonathan Drouin. They're just replaying it right now on my TV on RDS. And yeah, that's right to the back of the head, directly to the back of the head. Um, it's retaliatory because he got high stick first, but I don't think that the Department of Player Safety is going to give him any points for that. Anyways, um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Thanks to everyone for listening. Um, I'm going to cut it off there. We're running, what, uh, a little over 12 minutes. So, grosse uh, soirée pour les employés de soutien. We are on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, uh, Megaphone. I'm on Twitter at DrakeMT. Drop me a follow. I would appreciate it very much. Uh, until next time, like I said, that'll be Thursday night. Um, that's a, it's a late one. So, uh, until then, à la prochaine. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.